0: The Superhero Marathon Spectacular! Hello everybody and welcome to day six of the Superhero Marathon. I hope you're enjoying this. It's kind of been fun for me to go through these uh, episodes of the Fantastic Four radio program and compare them with the comic books. Because these are all adaptations of the original comics. Uh, So this time around, we've skipped over three comics. This adaptation here, where the Fantastic Four meets the Hulk for the first time, actually took place in issue 12 of the comics. And in the comic book, they've run up against the Submariner again. They've run up against Doctor Doom again. And they had their first encounter with the Impossible Man. (laughs) Uh, the uh, Popupian or Popupian from Outer Space. And uh, I recently, well, I don't know, a couple months back, back in December, uh, talked about the uh, Impossible Man when uh, he encountered the Silver Surfer. And I did that for one of my Comics Cave offshoots. At the time that I recorded that, I didn't remember when the Impossible Man first showed up in the Fantastic Four. Well, it just happens to be that uh, issue 11 is when he makes his first appearance in Marvel Comics. And it's also the first appearance, that comic book, of Willie Lumpkin, the mailman, to the Fantastic Four. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) They don't touch on that here in the radio series. I I don't know, maybe Willie will make an appearance uh, later on. I'm not sure. But... Along with the Fantastic Four, other comic books are starting to emerge from the, the Marvel canon. They, they did the Incredible Hulk run, it was, but it only ran for six issues and then was cancelled. I don't know if I got, I'm assuming that meant it wasn't getting as many sales as the Fantastic Four. But how do you solve that? Well, you put the Hulk in the Fantastic Four, and that's what we have in this issue. And uh, so that's, that's interesting. But uh, instead of me talking on and on here, I can do that after we listen to the radio show. So uh, here, let me uh, pull up the old uh, Dime radio tuner here and uh, grab the electrodes. And I think we're good to go. So come with me and let's journey to the American Southwest.
1: Attention, all true believers! Marvel Comics is on the air! Of the
2: world's greatest comic magazine come the adventures of the Fantastic Four. This week, we shall witness in vivid detail all of the amazing events that led up to the explosive moment when the Fantastic Four met the Incredible Hulk.
3: Another second. Just two more
1: steps. I'll destroy him. The Hulk was really our second creation for the Marvel Comics group. He's had his own series for almost as long as the Fantastic Four. If you've never seen him, he looks kind of like that fella over there coming out of New York City's Philharmonic Hall. That's not the Hulk, of course. That's Ben Grimm.
3: Oh, Ben... Isn't Beethoven's fifth the
1: most beautiful music you've ever heard?
4: If you say so, Alicia, honey. But personally, I really get off on some good old down-home boogie. Look,
2: my dear. A company of infantrymen right here in the city. My word. Hey,
4: watch where you shove
2: it. Don't raise your voice to me, young man. I was trying to see those
3: troops. (laughs) A monster.
4: And now you're insulting me. I'll show you.
3: Ben, what are you doing? So, you
4: want to see the soldier boys, do you? Uh, well, have a good look. Compliments of the gang.
5: Hey, Captain, you see that? That big character just whipped at that guy like he was a feather. Pull him down real gentle.
2: He could be the one we're looking for. Surrounded men.
5: Don't let him get away. Ben, what's happening? Ben?
4: I don't know. But you better stay back, honey. I'll handle it.
5: Watch out for the girl. looks like she's blind. <laughs> Would you look at that? He tore the fire hydrant clean out of the street.
4: Okay, let's take a minute. Are you guys all nuts?
1: Brushing his attacker carelessly aside, the mighty thing throws himself on the powerful jet of water.
4: This ought to cool you guys off for a while.
1: Causing it to spray in all directions, scattering the nearby troops.
4: Put on your masks, boys.
3: These gas bombs will stop any.
5: Call your men, Captain. You've made a terrible mistake. This is not the man you're looking for.
1: And just a few minutes later...
3: Ben. Oh, Ben, darling, are you all right? Uh,
1: huh? Oh, sure. Takes more than just a
4: whiff of gas to put the thing out of action.
2: My apologies, Mr. Grimm. These men mistook you for the Hulk. There's a national alarm out for him.
4: What? And you thought I was that brainless lump of lard? Oh, well, that crummy... Oh, please.
3: Ben, he's trying to apologize.
5: Thought it was the Hulk, did you? Can you control him, ma'am?
4: Come on, honey. Let's get out of this craziness. As if being the thing ain't bad enough. Now those hamperts are thinking I'm the Hulk.
1: Ah! I wonder why they're looking for the Hulk.
4: The bum's probably up to no good, as usual.
3: Oh, what's that sound?
4: It's the emergency flare. Calling me back to Fantastic Four headquarters. I'll to take you home now. No telling what those clowns are into these days. Taxi! Hey, taxi!
1: Then, after seeing Alicia safely home, Ben Grimm arrives in the lobby of the Baxter building.
4: Oh no. I must have lost the Duma flange that opens our special elevator. Oh well. We've been needing a new door anyway. Yeah. a special beam, the elevator won't go down to street level. But it'll just take me a few minutes to climb this cable up to 35 flights. I got to talk to read about keeping one of them beam jobbies down by the doorman. I wonder if the Hulk has something to do with that call to headquarters. Almost halfway there.
5: Well, well, here comes Loverboy. How was your date with Alicia, Romeo? Bah. Doesn't look like you're in too good a mood tonight.
3: What's wrong, Ben?
5: I'll tell you what's wrong. And it's a lucky thing I didn't smack a few
4: crack army heads together.
1: Then, after Ben has told his tale.
4: And that's it. Can you imagine those lunkheads thinking I was the Hulk? Next, somebody'll be mistaking me for Frankenstein.
2: It's quite a coincidence. We've all gotten together here on a mission that involves the Hulk.
3: That's right. General Thunderbolt Ross is coming to see us about some of stuff.
5: That's probably him now.
3: I'll deactivate the entrance lock and let the
5: elevator down. Oh, say, Reed, how do we even know there is such a man as the Hulk? I've never seen him, and you've never seen
2: him. General Ross says he has. Oh, here he is now. And this is the staging room where we plan many of our missions. Reed? I'd like you to know General Roth.
4: Glad to meet you, my boy. This is my aide, Captain Nelson.
2: Nelson? Dr. Richards.
4: Is there some place we can talk in private?
2: I've no secrets for my three associates, General. We can speak freely here.
4: Well, first, and I guess everybody asks you this one. <laughs> What ripped out the door of your special elevator and left that pile of rubble in the lobby downstairs? What? What
2: are you talking about?
4: Uh, Reed, I've been trying to tell you. In that riot scene with the Army, I must have lost my special beam to open the elevator. So when I came home, I just ripped the door right off the wall.
2: We'll have to work this out later. Now, General, what's this about the Hulk?
4: This alert that we have out on the Hulk lists several ways of recognizing him, one of which is his superhuman strength. Superhuman strength? I could make mincemeat out of him. Well, you may get your chance. Here's a photograph of him.
3: But he's all green. The gamma rays, you know.
2: Looks like a pretty tough customer. He
4: sure ain't no beauty prize winner. What puts
5: him at the top of your hate parade all of a sudden? Several of our missile installations in the
4: Southwest have recently been sabotaged, and from the looks of it, only the Hulk could have done it. So when do we come in? I'm here to enlist the help of the Fantastic Four to find and destroy the Hulk.
3: We're ready with the slides, General.
4: Oh, good. Uh, These are some of the more recent shots of the Hulk. Uh, They were taken by an automatic camera in the sighting device of a special
5: cannon. Well, if we're looking at him, I guess he must exist. He looks
3: so big.
5: And this is the same cannon after the Hulk finished his savage onslaught.
3: Oh, he's just the most terrifying creature I've ever seen.
4: You got nothing to worry about, Sue. He may be the big, brainless, red rampaging hulk, but there's only one thing.
3: You
5: probably won't have a chance to get close to him. No matter where he goes, I'll enclose him in my circle of flame. Glad
2: to hear such enthusiasm, men. And don't forget, Stretcho will be right behind you.
3: Looks as though I'll just be going along for the ride. <coughs> a
2: pretty young lady like you, Miss Storm, uh,
4: you keep the men's morale up just by being around.
2: That's just about the way we feel about her, General. But don't you think the human torch is a little... Well... Young for such a dangerous mission, Dr. Richards. Who, Johnny? Don't let his age fool you, sir. His flame is one of our most potent weapons. And, of course, his mechanical skills. In fact, let me give you a little demonstration. Right on, Reed. Just this way, General. Captain Nelson. Johnny has just completed restyling.
5: I felt that the old design was too restricting, and this revised model can do a lot more. Tell me, what's your top speed?
2: Hooray! Sorry, sir, all that's top secret. But a speed would
4: surprise you.
5: With this new fuel Reed is working on, we'll be able to extend the range of this baby to just over 3,000 miles. That's enough to take you
4: clear across the continent. Stop yakking and show the brass how the four sections disengage and fly separately. And remember, that's my idea.
3: As a matter of fact, why don't we use the fantastic car and fly to the missile area? General, we can take you and Captain Nelson with us if you'd like a lift. Well, we'll
1: be delighted, my dear. And a few hours later...
3: Those jet props under each small wing certainly keep the ship flying smooth. Here's something I bet you
2: haven't counted on. A rainstorm. Not to worry, sir. At the flick of a switch, the windshield rolled over and formed a transparent, waterproof, and bulletproof shield. Now, sir,
4: make a note to tell Army Ordnance about this. Yeah,
1: and within hours, at a secret Southwest Missile Base...
4: Down there, you can see an example of the Hulk's work. That used to be Dr. Bruce Banner's favorite project. Now, it looks like what was left of that elevator door.
3: But how can you be sure the Hulk did
4: it? Look at that tangled steel. Who else could have the strength to do that? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> with perhaps one exception.
1: Immediately upon landing, General Ross and Reed Richards are called into a high-level conference.
4: Gentlemen, this is Dr. Reed Richards, representing the Fantastic Four.
1: How do you do? I'm Dr. Bruce Banner, civilian scientific
2: exec on the base. This is my assistant, Dr. Carl Court, and my young helper, Rick Jones. Hello?
4: Hiya. How did the Fantastic Four propose to catch the Hulk and stop him? That's the kind of talk I like to hear.
2: Action talk. Now let's plan our campaign. But, General, I still don't think the Hulk's responsible. All of our missile apparatus was destroyed from the inside out. I'm convinced that a rampaging creature like the Hulk would have torn the devices from the outside in. The wreck Banner, our mission is to get the Hulk. We'll listen to your theories after he's put out of
4: action. Now... Let's you and Mr. Fantastic put your heads together.
2: It'll certainly be a pleasure working with you, Dr. Banner. I've been an admirer of your atomic research for many years. That's quite something coming from a man with as many scientific achievements as you, Dr. Richard. Well, I can see you gentlemen won't be needing me for a while. I think I'll get back to work. Hey, Shorty.
4: How much longer are they going to keep us cooling our heels here?
3: Ah! The object!
4: Smart, ain't you never seen a thing before? I'm getting fed up with you guys doing double takes every time you see me. I'm getting out of here. This guy's gone crazy. You'd be crazy, too, if you was made out of rocks.
5: Look at him go. <laughs> you probably scared that poor guy out of a year's growth.
4: Yeah, and from the looks of him,
5: he can't spare it.
3: Look, all you're hassling made that poor man drop his wallet.
5: I'll get it. I've been wanting to try this flaming lasso ever since I dreamed it up. Not bad, either. I didn't even singe the leather.
4: I'm sick and tired of waiting out here.
5: Okay, you guys. Here we are. Holy see, Hossafat. What's
4: going on out here? Come to do attention. Head, hunt, all of you. That's an order. Oh, if you people weren't civilians, I'd have you all in the guardhouse.
2: Easy, General. They didn't mean any harm. They're here to help us, remember? These dang stupid rice
4: told you, boy. And if we take off, who's going to get that hulk creep for you? So far, loudmouth, you've done nothing but talk. Looks like maybe you're afraid of a hulk. Afraid of the Hulk, when I get my hands on that drum, I'll rip him to shreds. Oh, no, the big ape ruined my bounce set of code books up all...
2: Easy there, there, General. You've just got to watch what you say around him. You, you know how fine kettle of fish this is. I've hired a set of blasted prima donnas. Mr. Fantastic, if there's something I can do to help you find the Wrecker, let me know. The Wrecker? That's our name for the saboteur. You see, we're sure it's not the Hulk.
5: Hey, uh, Rick, I found this wallet. Uh, I think it belongs to Dr. Banner's assistant. Hey, Torch, watch what you're doing. (laughs) Thought I'd burn you, huh? No, see, I can douse the flame in parts of my body at will. Boy, you're just a barrel of laughs, ain't you? I can also vary the intensity of both flame and heat. Oh.
2: He wouldn't act like such a big shot if he knew I was the Hulk's partner.
1: Later, unseen by the others, Rick Jones and Bruce Banner enter one of the many underground tunnels, this one known only to them.
2: Rick, it looks like it's up to us to find the Wrecker. That's the only way to prove the Hulk's innocence. Gosh, if we could only take the Fantastic Four into our confidence. Whoever the Wrecker is, he's concentrating on destroying my research and making it look like the work of the Hulk. Oh, I almost forgot. Johnny Storm gave me this wallet to return to Carl Court. I'll meet you back at the lab. I sure hope the Hulk doesn't appear while the Fantastic Four are here. They might be too much even for him to handle. Say, what's this card sticking out of Carl's wallet? It looks like a membership card in the Red Cycle Club. i got to tell the Hulk. He'll know what to do.
4: So, you are in league with the Hulk, are you?
2: Huh? Well, well, now I'll be able to take care of him as well as Dr. Banner's Project 34. So you're the record? That's right, my little schnoop. But it's our only little secret. Thing, get out of there. That rocket sled isn't ready for testing
4: yet. It's got some bugs we haven't ironed out
2: yet. I've licked those problems for you, General.
4: Relax, Napoleon. I'm an accredited test pilot. And I've always wanted to ride one of these kitty guys. That's out of the question.
5: I just checked the track rails and welded a few weak spots.
2: There's the green light, Reed. Whenever Ben's ready.
5: Okay. Let her This is highly irregular. That sled wasn't scheduled for testing until next month. That was before the Fantastic Four got here.
1: Things got her up to 50 Gs. That's impossible. Nothing can stand that kind of force. He'll be flattened like a pancake.
2: I don't think so, General. Through these glasses, it looks like he's having the time of his life.
1: But from underneath the tracks, two strange plungs reach out and...
4: Hey, what's with those tracks up there? Yeah.
5: Quick, torch. Hang on, Rockman. The human torch is on the way.
1: Ben is caught in midair by the torch and delivered safely to Earth. And a few minutes later...
2: You're okay, big fella. Everything's under control. But your people, they
4: ruined our rocket sled. Are you crazy? That thing was sabotaged by saw it.
3: Look, here comes Dr. Banner.
2: I need your help. Rick Jones has disappeared, and I'm afraid the wrecker has him. We were looking for you, too. Someone has just ripped up these tracks and nearly killed Ben here. This must
4: all be the work of the wrecker. Wreck-a-schmecker. It's the Hulk we want, and we know it. No one else is strong enough to twist those tracks. And when I get my hands on no, him...
2: It can't be the Hulk. I just know it. But, Dr. Banner, I don't understand. What proof have you? None. Bah! You've just got to believe me.
3: But we can't just give up our mission without...
2: It's no use. Wait. You must have more to tell us. Why won't you speak? What are you hiding? How can I expect them to believe me when I can't show them the proof? But how can I possibly show them this note? Deuxet
4: But Jones is my prisoner. Unless you remove the Fantastic Four from the area, you will never see him again.
1: The Minutes later, in his secret underground laboratory... There's
2: no way I can remove that foursome from the area in my present condition. It's time for me to again activate the only machine on Earth which can duplicate the incredible rays of the gamma bomb. For a little Bruce Banner cannot cope with the Wrecker or the Fantastic
3: Four. There is One. to walk upon the earth.
1: Meanwhile, the sinister Carl Court, who has also discovered the many underground catacombs beneath the desert testing site, is leading Rick Jones, his teenage captive, into a chamber directly beneath his own laboratory. Just keep walking, kid. I live in a place where no one will ever find
2: you. We're not going to get away with this man. No matter where you stash me, the Hulk's going to find you. That doesn't affect me. I shall do away with the Hulk as
4: easily as the Fantastic Four. Here. This shall be your new home for a long time. Possibly forever.
1: Don't bet on it, Pops. Others also know of the dark rambling tunnels. One of those others is the
3: Hulk. The Fantastic Four should have be around here somewhere. But they won't be around at all when I'm through with them. It's just, I don't know I expected. It's, it's them coming right towards me.
4: I had a hunch there were tunnels under the
3: rocket sled run.
2: The Hulk must hide down here between escapades.
5: Where could he be? I'll go up ahead and see if I can pick up his trail.
2: I sure hope we find him soon. I'm just
4: itching for a tussle with that overrated creep.
3: I'll crush you like a fling. It's down!
1: Having the element of surprise, the Hulk strikes the first blow.
3: Ah! Look, it's like hitting a stone wall. So you found him, huh? The flaming one!
1: And moving with unbelievable speed for one so huge, the Hulk scoops up a handful of sand, smothering the flame of the startled human torch.
3: Gotta find Rick fast.
1: And the incredible Hulk begins to dig his way up to the surface.
4: Hey, come back here. I still got a few things I'd like to show you. We'll meet your topside thing. It'll be my pleasure, Doc. Come back here, you creep. What are you running away from? When I get my hands on you, I'm going to wrap you up in a paper sack
1: and man you back where you come from. The Hulk is the first to clear the surface, where he is met by Mister Fantastic. Oh no!
3: You, you think i are going to? You can't hold the Hulk. This will hold you for a while. Look out! He's going to try to push us with that lead sheet. Oh! Oh, Reed, darling, are you hurt? Oh, just my leg. I'll be okay in a second. Enough! It's the wrecker I want. You are merely interfering. Race yourselves.
1: So mighty are the arms of the Hulk that when he claps his hands together with full force...
3: That ought to keep out of action for a while. But where's the thing? Right here, Green Man. Your number is up. It
1: had to come to this, didn't it? And this time you ain't getting a jump on me. So the two human behemoths meet in a head-on collision while the very Earth trembles beneath them.
4: I've been looking
1: forward to this.
3: No! I've got you!
1: Slowly, inexorably, the larger Hulk lifts the raging thing off his feet as the mind-staggering battle rages to its climax.
3: Shoot to the ground like a bag of clay. Suddenly, a strange ray shoots out of
1: the ground, debilitating the Hulk. Oh, oh Hey, I didn't even land that punch.
3: Some sort of ray came out of that tunnel.
4: And
5: zapped the Hulk right in the
3: head. What?
4: I've been robbed. I'll just rip a hole down to that tunnel. <laughs> robot.
3: This must be the wrecker's machine.
4: Correction. <clears throat> it was the wrecker's machine.
3: Dr. Banner was right. It wasn't the Hulk doing all the damage.
4: And I'll bet the wrecker's right behind that huge iron door.
2: I gotta go along, invisibly.
4: Ah, so, I've been waiting for you. So, Carl, uh, Court, you're the wrecker.
2: Look out. That's the weapon he just used. Don't worry, Rick. We'll
4: get you out of here in a second. It is you who should be worried. This atomic-powered ray gun will destroy your oil completely. It is now set at full energy.
3: You'll never aim that horrible device again.
4: (laughs) What what happened? What happened is nothing like what's going to happen
2: to you. Here they are, Reed. What are you doing with Dr. Kors? Dr. My Eye, this guy here is the wrecker. What? So you're the saboteur. It must have been easy for you using that monstrous robot. Sure, everybody figured nobody but the Hulk could do all that damage.
3: But where is the Hulk?
1: Even as the question is raised, the mighty Hulk's body is recovering from the effects of the powerful ray. Hulk,
3: record captured. Wreck is safe. No reason to hang around here.
1: And with one gigantic leap, the mightiest legs on earth send the Hulk soaring upward. In that same place, a little time later...
2: No sign of him around here. I just flew over the whole base
5: and didn't see a trace of him.
2: In a way, I'm kind of glad. means he's recovered from the wrecker's ray and left under his own power.
5: Well, I see you found your saboteur, Richards. Rick,
2: you're all right. Hiya, Bruce. Yep, I'm in the pink. Yes, General, and Dr. Banner was right. How's that? All this damage was caused by Carl Court, not the Hulk. So what was I fighting him for? Reed, I'm grateful for your help. I hope we can meet again sometime under better conditions. So do I, Bruce. I think there's a lot we can talk about. Like you and Rick and the Hulk, for instance. Well, see you later. Goodbye, Rick. Goodbye.
5: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you, Take Rick. it easy. Goodbye.
2: Take it easy. Doc, do you suppose he suspects? Hard to tell. Mind like Reed Richards, I'm just glad he's on our side. Well, I guess we'll be shoving off, General.
1: And as the Fantasticar departs for New York City a mighty figure stands alone on a hilltop, watching the scene.
3: I got feeling this isn't last time we meet.
2: Be listening again on Monday when the Fantastic Four face the horrible harassment of the hate monger. The fantastic cast is Cynthia Adler, Bob Maxwell, Bill Murray, Jim Pappas, Jerry Hyden, narrated by Smiling
0: Stan Lee. So there you go. That's the first time that the Fantastic Four met the Hulk, (laughs) at least as portrayed by the Fantastic Four radio program. But yeah, it's a very one-for-one adaptation of the Fantastic Four comic book issue number 12. Yeah, but this is the first time, you know, this is, this goes back, you know, the, the Thing versus the Hulk has been a thing ever since this issue. This was the first time the two fought each other, and it, it continues to happen over and over again throughout the comics, throughout the years. And it's always fun when the, when these two meet up, and when, you know, just when heroes collide, it's always fun, you know, so. <laughs> you can't just have them meet and not fight, they have to fight first, and then, then work together Uh, but it's always fun you know the thing versus the hulk who would win i think it's it's been proven that the hulk is more powerful and more strong depending on the situation and what's going on you know they've met at various levels of strength and intelligence and whatever over the years and of course i like both of them but i probably like ben Grimm, the thing uh, more than i do the hulk and, and Bruce Banner, but I, I dig the Hulk. He's earned my respect over the years, especially with this latest run that finished up last year um, of the Immortal Hulk. I'll have to talk about that on a Comics Cave episode at some point. But yeah, I mean this is the this is the first Marvel crossover, I guess you could call it. You know, the first time that the Fantastic Four meets up with another team or another person from another comic book. And even though the Hulk's comic had been canceled by now, he'll get his own title again. And, of course, the Hulk's been around a very, very long time. And uh, pretty soon, uh, the Fantastic Four are going to meet up with Spider-Man. We won't talk about that here, but uh, in Spider-Man issue number one, uh, he goes and uh, meets up. And, of course, fights with the Fantastic Four <laughs> in his first issue of his comic. So, yeah, way back when. I mean, yeah, how do you get somebody interested in, in a comic you put a famous, nowadays it would probably be Wolverine or Deadpool or, or something like that, that it would show up in somebody's comic. But yeah, let's talk about this episode in particular. The, the first thing that I thought of listening to this is Thunderbolt Ross is traveling with this other guy named Nelson, but he sounds like a robot. That was really weird. <laughs> the voice choice, the voice that they used for, for Nelson was was really odd. But I thought uh, Thunderbolt Ross was was done pretty well. And of course, you know, he's always going to blame the Hulk for everything. And yeah, a lot of stuff going on, right, in this comic before the Fantastic Four meets up with the Hulk. I mean, that's just pretty much at the end of the comic and the end of this episode is when the Hulk shows up and the Fantastic Four meet up with him. Of course, the the Hulk is proved innocent of the the wreckage that uh, he's been blamed for and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we have Rick Jones in here. You know, Rick Jones has been around. Marvel, I haven't seen him late. Well, yeah, he was in The Immortal. Of course he was. He was in The Immortal Hulk. Yeah, so he's still around. Rick Jones is still around. And uh, yeah, just a lot of these classic, classic comic book characters, you know, they're being presented here in the radio show. And I wonder if this is the first adaptation of The Hulk. When did the Incredible Hulk live-action TV show with Bill Bixby... Out, I'm thinking it was later than this. This was 1975. I'm guessing the, the live action radio, the live action TV show was later, like 78, 79, somewhere in there, early or even into the early 80s. So, yeah, this is probably the first adaptation of the Hulk that we've seen outside of the comics. I think the sound is the audio quality has gotten a lot better, and they've gotten a little bit better with the sound effects so that. You kind of understand what's going on. I think those first couple episodes, they uh, were struggling a little bit trying to find that, but these last few, I haven't had too many complaints about the audio or not being able to tell what's going on uh, due to the audio quality. The other thing that struck me as I listened to this is, man, I forgot how, I mean, the thing, you know, he's always had kind of a chip on his shoulder, right? And he's always kind of like, hey, what are you looking at? That kind of thing. That's just part of his makeup. But yeah, he he was really cranky back in the day. Like this guy just bumps him in the street. And so he picks him up and harasses him. You know, he's just a member of the public. He's a normal human. And here he is lifting him up by his feet and causing trouble with the crowd and, and things like that. He was really volatile back in the early Fantastic Four. I mean, he's kind of an irascible fellow, but uh, much more so here in these in these early issues, early episodes. We don't get... Betty doesn't show up in this episode, does she? That's interesting. you think she would be a core part of uh, anything involving the Hulk, but I guess they couldn't fit her in. <laughs> they had a lot of things going on in this episode. The more I listen to these, the more intrigued I am. You know, what would they have done? Had this been a success, this radio show, would we have gotten more radio shows featuring the Hulk, Spider-Man, the Avengers, other people? Uh, I guess if this would have been popular enough as a radio show, they might have done more. But uh, I guess because it wasn't a success, that led to the cartoons and the live action Incredible Hulk show and those kinds of things. But hey, I'll, I'll let you go for today. And uh, we'll be back here tomorrow with another Fantastic Four episode. I think it's, it's the Hatemonger next time, which is a weird choice. But uh, we'll talk about the Hatemonger tomorrow. Goodbye! Journey on! This installment of the Superhero Marathon has been produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means that you are encouraged to share this with anybody and everybody, but you can't change it, you can't sell it, and you need to let people know where it came from.